How is it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Buddy's House of Horror Podcast. We are finally on to season two of the original run of the House of Horror. And today's episode is actually a House of Horror edition of Two Nerds of Podcast coming at you from October 12th, 2019. My pal Byron is filling in for Jared on this episode, and we talk about our thoughts on the Joker film starring Joaquin Phoenix. It was a great time, but as always, I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet. If you guys haven't subscribed to the show yet, make sure you go ahead and do that and leave me a rating and review. And if you're not subscribed over on my YouTube, YouTube channel yet you gotta make sure you do that as well i'm having 31 videos come out this october just in time for the spooky season so you definitely don't want to miss it without further ado we're gonna get right to the show so as always take care and stay spooky We interrupt your regularly scheduled programming to bring you a special presentation of Two Nerds, a podcast. Your home for everything movies, movie, music, video games, and everything in between. With your host, Buddy the Bruiser, and Dynamite, Jared Latching. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Two Nerds, a podcast. I am your host, Buddy the Bruiser, and Dynamite Jared is actually off doing crazy Japan things. I think he leaves for Japan in a few days. Um, So I was in the need of a guest host, and I'm going to have some more guest hosts in the following weeks while he is in Japan. And the show's called Two Nerds, a podcast, so I figured why not ask one of the biggest nerds I've ever met in my entire life. Um, I've got my pal Bad Luck Byron on the show with with me. So, so why don't you uh, just kind of introduce yourself to the uh, the people out there? Tell them what you're all about. Yeah. Um, what makes you such a such a big nerd? I mean, I know That's we're talking we're talking about a comic book movie today, but so, um, yeah, I'm Byron. Uh, you know, follow me on Twitter, Instagram, the Simba Pikachu. Yeah, explain the name a little bit. The Simba because uh, people I- ask me this all the time because like they see like us interact on Twitter and stuff, and they're like, who is this guy? Um, well, and I had the name, so that was my first Twitter name. I had that in high school, so we had to make a Twitter for class. That's before Twitter was Twitter. Um, so my teachers, one of my teachers called me Simba, and the other one called me Pikachu, and we had like a contest who had come to the most creative Twitter name, and that's what I did, and I won, by the way. You won? You yeah. won the contest. Yeah. I got a, um, got some M&Ms, I think. That's what I was thinking <laughs> was a contest. Uh, but yeah, what makes me a nerd... What doesn't really is the question. Um, I watch a lot of anime. I read comic books every single Wednesday. And I definitely have almost collected every single superhero comic book related movie. I'm so like halfway there. You're actually talking to not the biggest comic book guy, although I am a nerd in yeah. other ways. Anime, video games, things of that nature. Um, you actually just told me you just bought a Switch. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't play and you don't play. Oh, I don't play mine either. <laughs> but, um, so people can find you on social media, the Simba Pikachu, if they want to follow you, things of that nature. Are you still doing your podcast? Um, yeah, on and off. It's because of work so much now. It's been, until unless I get this new job, that's where we're going to transition and start, you know, doing stuff. But, uh, two po- podcasts I produce, I'm, I do it sometimes, I'm, in, I'm on it sometimes, is the warm-up. Uh, it's more, I guess, uh, if you're more in the urban community, uh, it, uh, we just talk about stuff to deal with the uh, black community and like our you know, view on certain things, uh, sports, anime, literally like anything just through that view. Um, and 
I still work with the collective, including Denzel Washington. <laughs> Not that Denzel Washington. Denzel D. Washington. Denzel D. Washington. Uh, and a few other people. So, yeah, those are the two things I'm pretty much working on when I get the time. Uh, I know I was a big fan of a sort of a one-shot web series that you did. Um, I haven't heard anything about it in a while. Uh, what's going on with Late uh, Night Snack with Zach? Late <laughs> Night Snack with Zach. Um, well, that's um, postponement until... Zach decides to stop being Zach. Um, hope you hear <laughs> did, this, Zach. Did the Mean Mountain just kill him or the what? Mean Mountain, it beat him. He he didn't want to admit that on the video, but it beat him. He thought he was pretty much done. And he also realized when he looked that everyone else was doing it, and he's not, <laughs> he needs a lot more clout before we start pursuing this challenge. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, well, today we are talking about a comic book film. Um, normally we're talking about horror films in October, and although this film isn't a horror film, it's certainly pretty horrific at some points, but before we get to that, um, we're gonna be talking about a super villain, but I'm sort of sitting right now with a superhero. Oh my <laughs> god, I knew you were about to say this. <laughs> so what happened? <laughs> um, I'm at work, I work for, uh, news, uh, Fox 8 News, I'm a videographer there. Um, apparently put photojournalist down though, I don't know why. Um, so I was going to pick up some footage at this police station, then I see an accident. Like, actually, no, I really, to be honest, I saw a whole bunch of black people running towards something, and the rule, <laughs> the rule is, when you see a whole bunch of black people running towards something, you run with them, so I stopped on the side <laughs> of the road, I started running toward where they were going, then I see a, a car in, a, like, in an embankment, and I hear this kid yelling, like, where's, someone say my mommy, someone say my mommy, so, unfortunately, I see people recording on their phones, Again, and I just like, and some guy like yells like, "Hey, I need some help!" So I run down there, and me and him try to kick it. We couldn't like get because we see her like we both try to kick it, didn't do anything. That she was able to like, she punched it out, right, the lady. Um, and the car yeah. was like completely upside down. Yeah, completely upside down. It was smoking, so we were trying to like hurry up. Um, then like I put her like on my shoulder a little bit, and you know, helped her walk up the uh, embankment. Um, bled all over me, <laughs> like yeah. completely. Um, but I was before I even got there. They got there. Luckily, they got the kids out um, that were in there too. And they weren't. They didn't have any. Well, except one uh, was uh, hurt. Her neck was hurting. But other than that, the other, they were fine. Thank God. Um, yeah. Then unfortunately, I had to tell like why I was being late to like I was supposed to pick up this footage. And I was gone for like two hours. The place wasn't that far. It was like maybe thirty minutes away. Yeah. So they were wondering where I was at. So I had to tell them like, yeah, well, I had to go save someone. <laughs> um, so then it became bigger. Then it, like they're like, oh, we're gonna do a story on. I'm like, oh my god. Then the worst part is that made me. They assigned me to the story, so I have to edit my own self, which is very very weird. It is very strange. We've done it before though. We've yeah, edited ourselves. We had but, to. But it's kind of, yeah. It's type of story. I'm like, but, but okay. in that yeah, in that context, it's kind of strange. Like most of the time, we're editing ourselves. It's in like crazy short films where yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, where it's exactly. actually me as the clown <laughs> running. Oh running. yeah, you should have been in the movie. Actually, I should have been in the in the, in Joker. the Joker movie. I don't know. We kind of did it before it was. We kind of. Cool. I know we did do it before it was cool though. Because uh, we sort of showed uh, being rejected by society. You reject. See, look, we look at that. They stole our movie. <laughs> they Todd Phillips. We need some money. Well, I mean, he kind of stole Taxi Driver. Yeah, really, really, well, it, it, really, it was Taxi Driver. It was like Taxi Driver, just comic book version of it. Yeah. Kinda. Cool. So I, I guess let's sort of just sort of dive into it here. Uh, we'll go spoiler-free at first. Okay. 
Um, and then at a certain point, we'll get a little deeper into it. But overall, I thought the movie was fucking great. <laughs> um, again, I do have like a. Few, it's not a perfect movie. Like there's some things that are a little off about it. But on I guess on first watch, because then on second watch, it kind of like you might be able to put some things together. Like for me. Like, all the things that I was like, all right, that doesn't make sense. Like, that's kind of strange. You kind of figure out why <laughs> later on. And, the like, the entire movie, you're kind of wondering what's real and what's not real. The whole time is like a real thinker. So, uh, I don't know. What did you, just in general, what kind of did you um, think about it? It definitely, I came in there, I thought it was going to be, like, an all right movie. And I left, honestly. Like, I'm still debating right now to see it for a second time still. But uh, it's, it's in my, like, top... I'd say five or six superhero-related or comic book-related movies ever, which means a lot to me because then I rank these every other day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But it, like I said, it's it surprised me in every single way, and like I was guessing honestly throughout the whole movie, which doesn't happen a lot. You can you can figure it out, but you have to be thinking so much during the movie. I'm like, man, it's like they just trick. Like, that's what they they just they get you. They get you and. Everyone was complaining about, you know, Joker shouldn't have an origin, and they just played it so much better than I thought they ever could have. And at the end, you're still thinking, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah, because you don't really know, because, like, I think there's the quote from the uh, the Dark Knight or whatever, where it's like, oh, my backstory's multiple choice or yeah. something, whatever that's from. I mean, here killing you're... Joke. Oh, killing <laughs> Joke. Oh, Killing Joke, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what that's what I meant because I was because we do get some of the killing joke in this because we see that he's a stand-up comedian and all that kind of stuff, but I mean in this we're still getting that it's multiple choice because we don't know what he's imagining and what really happened and like there's fan theories online that the whole thing was in his head or the whole thing is just like a flashback from when he was younger and that's why he looks and he looks like the way he looks yeah he's that's why he's inserting himself what he looks now because even then he doesn't look like a thirty year old man no not even um. I thought Phoenix was very, very good. Um, I was not skeptical going in at all. I was like, all right, every role he does, he's really good, even if the movie is absolute shit. And that was the main thing I took away from this. I was like, all right, even if the movie sucks, like he's going to be good. But the movie was good. So yeah, Getting that combination was very, very nice. Like I said, you can't... Again, like you just said, like to reiterate, you just said that everything he does, it's phenomenal. Um Except even though in the movie, if it did suck, he would have done great. And he just, like, I couldn't even recognize At first, I really couldn't even recognize him. Because how much, like, like he lost a lot of weight for the role. And oh, yeah. It's like, man, he's dedicated. And uh, <laughs> Top Bills, I was watching the video. He said, like, he's not a method actor. He's just, like, he can, he changes. like and He can change just instantly. Yeah. And you can see that. And I'm like, definitely one of the best actors in our generation. Well, not my generation. Yeah. But, like, in cinema, this cinema generation. How, how do you feel about people sort of comparing him to Heath Ledger? Because, like, for me, like, it's kind of like every iteration of the Joker is, like, so different from the last one. It's, like, it's kind of hard to compare him because, like, you're never going to compare Mark Hamill with other people. Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, this one, like, I can kind of see, like, the similarities, like, with the makeup and stuff. Because, like, it's it's a normal guy in this. Like, it's not like yeah. he's being dropped in acid or anything. Um, I don't know. What do you just think about the compare? Because like for me, like it's kind of unfair, I guess. And like I don't even know which one is better, honestly. Like <laughs> that was my problem. That was my biggest thing. I watched Dark Knight the other day again, just to like I had to see. Um, but yeah, comparing it's like if it's just, like you just talked about. Joker is 
even in the comics right now, there's like there was confirmed to be three different Jokers, like alive, going out throughout the whole DC universe because there's been so many different iterations of Joker. Like you've seen the clown, like the funny one is like actually play pranks. Then you see the one that's a gangster, right? And you see the one that's a pure psychopath and an anarchist. And we've had all those different ones on screen too. And I guess this one was the closest. I feel like kind of in between a little bit, but more leaning towards the psychopathic. And not even anarchist. He was more psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't, he wasn't even an anarchist. He didn't care about what was going on. He, yeah. he was having people notice him, but he was he didn't care why they were noticing. Yeah, him. Yeah, he even says at some point he's like he doesn't care about the political movement or whatever. Because like um, Heath Ledger was very much the anarchist, yes. and this is much more the psychopath. Yeah, and personal vendetta. Like that's why I say it's a little. They're all different. Mark Hamill's different. Even Jared Leto's different. Jared Leto's very different. <laughs> he's again, he, even his, he was a gangster, but it was like a modern gangster, which I'm like, eh, not really the move for it. And like, uh, Cesar Romero's is the comedian, and Jack Nicholson was the gangster too, kind of. Well, Jack and, Nicholson is just yeah. Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he was, that's, really what, that's really what it was. Um, but, in fact, I, had to re- I rewatched The Dark Knight, and if, if I was I had a gun to my head and had to choose, it'd probably be Heath, but, but like, so little. Yeah. Like, just more because I guess he, like, for me, I don't know if it's not, like, Heath is definitely, like, the Joker. Like, we know he's the Joker. Right. And honestly, when I left that movie, I don't know if he's the Joker or not, or he's just the inspiration to what ends up being the Joker. Right, because that's, that's sort of the main thing, is, like, this this movie very obviously takes place in late 70s, early 80s-ish. Yeah. Um, and the whole movie is, like, shot in that style as well. It's very much the taxi driver style. Um, and we see Bruce Wayne as, like, a little kid. And, again, there's the fan theory that Joaquin Phoenix is just sort of imagining this. And maybe he's a little bit young. I mean, he's still obviously not a kid. Yeah. But maybe he's not 45, as it's shown in this movie. Um, so maybe this Joker is who inspires... The actual Joker, maybe it's Jared Leto's Joker. I mean, who knows if, he, if he's coming who, back or whatever. Who I mean, knows anything? <laughs> because at the end, we see like the riots, everyone and like the Joker get ups and stuff. And then, spoiler alert, but everyone sort of knows that this happens. Not maybe not necessarily in the movie, but everyone knows Bruce P- Wayne's parents get shot down, and it's by one of the Joker's like followers. Yeah, it was Joe Chill. Joe but, Chill. With the, Is that what with it the, says? Yeah, clown mask. That's what I swear I saw in the credits, but. Again, I have to rewatch it again. Um, some people have said actually that maybe that scene was like a reshoot. Yeah. Oh, I think it was a reshoot. You got think it definitely was a reshoot. Because if they would have planned it, wouldn't you have thought that Joker would have done that's it? That's why. That's why. I really. That's why. Kind. That's why I really wanted. That's why I thought it was going to happen. That originally he was going to kill. It's because they felt like it, it was building to that. Right. That's one thing. That was my problem. Like I didn't get that satisfaction towards. I guess. Wayne, because like they're they're contradictory, they're like you know going against each other through the movie. It was more again one sided, but like just the way he felt, and I guess I guess I understand because he got you know he took it out on other people, right? Um, but I guess I wanted that interaction with him being the Joker, seeing and Wayne seeing him because they never after he be, you know became the Joker. The only their only time of interaction was when that one scene throughout the whole movie and. It wasn't, you know, he was still going through his... Again, we don't know if that's real. We don't know anything about those really. Yeah, now. we don't know anything. That's the whole point. Yeah. 
And I, yeah, I mean, I really like the movie. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely go see it. Because I guess in order to really talk about a lot of the stuff, we kind of have to like give stuff away. Um, I guess before we get too into spoil, how does this movie sort of? Because I haven't seen every DC movie or Marvel movie. How does this one? How does how does this one sort of compare? I, I know this one's sort of like a standalone film. Like Joaquin Phoenix is basically not coming back ever. But as far as like other movies that are coming out today, like I thought this was very good, even as not taking the comic book aspect out of it. Like, it still works as, like, a thriller crime movie, you know what I mean? But how does it sort of compare? Because, like, I saw Endgame, obviously, but I haven't seen any of the the DC movies. Uh, so, <laughs> I've seen everything. Well, I saw Suicide Squad, but as oh, far God. as, like, uh, Man of Steel and uh, what's it Just the Bat... Oh. Bat no, the Batman's the new one, yeah, but Batman, uh, new Batman one. versus Superman and stuff like that. I haven't seen um, those, so... Well, just shout out to Justice League being the one of the worst superhero movies I've seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and I, love, again, I love DC. Love it. I love it more than Marvel by a long shot. Uh, but comparing, uh, um, I feel like it's just definitely a game changer. Like, overall. Like, everything. There's been a generational thing. Every single what changed, what changed the direction of superhero movies. Dark Knight was what made, honestly, DC movies more dark. Dark Knight in 08. That's why we got the Man of Steel we got, which I still love. Um Again, it, and again it, 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 something has always changed. Like I think it's going to be a game changer. I think we're going to have a lot more movies like Joker that are going to be standalone. That are just going to be related to the villains. Like I, I want a Lex Luthor movie now. Like I would never say it as long as Jesse Eisenberg isn't. <laughs> but every I want a, a Lex Luthor movie. I want a Deathstroke Slade movie. I want I want that style of I want that style of movie every single time. And I will take a standalone, not related to any universe. If it's just like that, I'll take it every time. Um, but there's always game changers. Like Avengers was the, it changed how Marvel made movies after that, really. Because if you watch the first phase compared to all the other phases, it's, I mean, it is trash. I'm sorry. Iron <laughs> Man was the only good movie in that phase. Thor Thor sucked. Captain America sucked. Iron Man sucked. Or not Iron Man, my bad. Iron Man 2 sucked. Uh, Incredible Hulk sucked. Literally all those movies just sucked, to be honest. <laughs> don't, don't fight me on They just sucked. Doctor Avengers which, again, was pretty average still to me, too. But, again, it was a game changer. Here was the thing with Avengers to me, because I hadn't seen most of the Marvel films leading up to that, but I saw Avengers, and everyone was talking about, oh, all these heroes are coming together. It's going to be, like, a super crazy, like, big adventure story and stuff. And, like, I knew who the characters, like, were, obviously. I mean, I was a kid in the 90s. But you, like, watch the movie, and, like, half the time they're, like, on this spaceship. It just felt very small to me, and yeah. I was like, what is the big deal yeah. with this movie, not, you know? But again, it changed, like, because it, it was significant. It was such a cultural significant thing that it changed the way Marvel made movies. It changed so bad that people hated any related DC movie, how they did anything. I Again, outside of Suicide Squad, Batman vs. Superman, and um, Justice League, I really liked <laughs> Every I really liked and loved every other DC movie. Shazam was the definition of Shazam. If you know anything about Shazam, Wonder Woman, like that was Wonder Woman. Like if you read the comic books, they were they're exactly like their characters. Man, it still was definitely a different take. It was more on like Earth One comics, um, but it still it was a different take. It was like how would Superman relate to the rest of this, like a real life. That's why I guess I get to DC more than Marvel. I lean on more of that because it's a real world reaction outside right. of like Captain America movies. Like, the first one and the second one. That's, like, real world. I feel like what happened, what would happen in the real world. Right. If we saw a real Superman coming down here, the government's going crazy. Everything's going crazy. <laughs> that's what happens in those movies. That's why I like those movies. In this movie, again, with Joker, I feel like that would happen, too. 
it's if someone was being doing all this, this is how the world will like react. Like we're, I feel like even like we're like so close to just the world just exploding if anything superhero related actually happened. People right. losing their minds. Um, that's how you think. That's why I guess I do like X Men too because, um, and now I'm for, honestly afraid what Marvel's going to do with them. I'm more I'm happy they got Fantastic Four. I just don't really like they got the X Men. Um, even those movies have been hit and miss too. Um, but and again, X Men like what would happen if if mutants came out of nowhere? People would. That's the evolution. Right. They didn't even talk about it. it's evolution. So it's like those have. I like the more real world reaction and how we would adjust to society than compared to like Avengers. Like I'm getting. I love it still. I loved Endgame. I love Infinity War. I loved all that. But it's you know it's just a different type of style. And I think Joker. Going back to the Joker, it's going to change the game at least for DC. Right, and I think that like Batman has sort of always had the advantage with that because all of those stories are more or less grounded in reality. Like you see very little. Supernatural unless, stuff in yeah, there. Unless, yeah, unless he's with the Justice League, it's it's going to be pretty. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward yeah. there. Um, yeah, I guess let's just sort of talk about the uh, the movie a little bit um, and sort of dissect sort of what's going on. Um, why don't Why don't you start start things off and then I'll sort of feed off because you you seem very passionate about oh, this. I so. love this movie. Man. So I love this. So movie. why don't Why don't you start us off? Here? Um, are you in spoilers now? Or? Yeah, we can we can talk about spoilers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, first, uh, I love the pacing. Honestly, I love the pacing of. I like that slow. I'm just me. Per, like I love slow build movies. I love feeling. I felt every single from the first scene of that movie, and you see him in a mirror do, putting the, putting the mask on or putting his face paint on, and like you see that one tear coming down, like uh, with the paint. And you just see already from the pain. Like, he's just like, we even, we even like said one line yet. And I'm like, oh, my God. Are you already in love with this movie? Yeah. Um, but it was, it was, I love seeing his descent to madness. Like, I see, like, you see, again, this movie touches on mental illness. It touches on classism. It touches on a lot of things. And it actually infuriates me that some people are just focusing on, like, dumb shit to be honest the violence uh, violence which is barely any okay, so, okay there's so, not a lot of violence all right so here's the thing so we're seeing online all the time even like months and months leading up to this movie that this movie is going to destroy the world basically that it's super violent that it's going to inspire you know mass shooting serial killers stuff like that and i don't know just to me like these people like are completely insane like sure i'm sure there's some people who that- like sure, but uh, that's the mental illness. Yeah, aspect of again, it. that's the whole point. I guess it's the whole and movie. It, it has nothing to do with the film or the art itself. It has to do there with are, psychological issues, you know. And there are probably maybe with that first scene, he kills people in the uh, subway. Him killing the uh, um, the TV host. Outside of that, was there any crazy violence? No, there wasn't. Oh, no, no, no. oh, and him killing his coworker was hell. That's the peak Joker moment, which I will get that, to. That's my that fa- that, that, that's, that's my the, favorite scene. That same here. That's my favorite scene. That was the definition of it. That was probably the most Joker scene I've ever seen in my whole entire life. But uh, yeah, like the vi- like the thing, like Endgame's more violent. Yes, I mean, there's not 100%. more. Bl- I mean, there's not more blood. I mean, Deadpool. Like people aren't oh. having like super outrage about the Deadpool movies. I just saw John Wick kill somebody with a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> so don't tell me about violence. And I understand, I guess, I understand to the point why some of these people are upset because of the Dark Knight shooting and those like a lot of those parents. I'm like, Joker was just in a fucking movie three years ago. You weren't complaining now. Yeah. 
So it's like, come on, man. Don't pick and choose the stuff that you want to. I understand why these people are upset and it hurts them. It's like a trigger thing with them. But Suicide Squad was more. I mean, that was this was one of the least violent movies, like superhero movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Again, when it got violent, it did get violent. Right, but it's just those few scenes. It's just those few scenes that you see that are really violent, and it's just very, it's far in between. You're talking about maybe, what, the movie's two hours? You're talking about maybe, not even, like, six, seven minutes of yeah, I violence. Know. And most of it, again, like I said, why I liked it, because it's such a build-up. You see him going, like, him... <laughs> God, you go. I'm sorry, I just got. Oh my and god! And like literally, like w- Rambo came out last week. <laughs> like people aren't going crazy about that. I know. And people will pick and choose. I, I dislike. That's why I'm more disliked about the movie. But again, going back to act, the actual movie is that he seeing his descent into madness and him starting like him trying to take care of his mother. Um, it's like everything slowly around him. I, guess what? I knew. Okay. I'm mad about this. I'm mad about this movie. <laughs> Ain't no damn way in hell that man is getting Zazzy. What's her last name? Beats. No. Joker. Yeah. Ain't that's why I knew. That's, that was the thing for me. I'm like, yeah, this is fake. Yeah. Because <laughs> here's the thing. Like, it sort of comes out. So, basically, we see Arthur go on the subway. He murders the three guys who are essentially rapists. I mean, they didn't They didn't get yeah. the chance to do it yet. They, uh, but they, they were yeah, it was like they were they were not good people. Yeah, so he murders them and he still has like the euphoric moment where he's like, Yeah, I did some fucked up shit, but it kind of felt good. Yeah, he goes in the mirror and goes in the bathroom, which is a god, that that scene was shot very well. I mean most of the shit was shot very so well. He, that scene was very So shot. like the first thing he does he goes to the apartment of this girl that we saw like briefly in an elevator scene. He just like knocks on the door and we can presume that they just had sex right then because they start making out or whatever. And they go on a few dates. He's, she's in the hospital with him with his mom and she goes to like his comedy stuff. And the entire time you're thinking like, Hey, this girl's way out of his league. There's no development in this at all. And at first, like, you might be thinking, like, okay, this is either just, like, lazy writing or it's kind of rushed or, like, an afterthought. But then you get the sort of, oh, fuck moment, which I didn't see coming because I thought it was just lazy storytelling. (laughs) Uh, We get, like, the oh, fuck moment where I, I forget what he does, but somehow he ends up back in her apartment after something bad that he did or something traumatic. And she just kind of walks out and she was like, uh... Who are you? Uh, what are you doing in my apartment? And you're like, oh, oh like he imagined shit. that whole thing. He imagined that. And then it makes you question what hasn't he imagined. Then he puts himself in a fridge. Yeah, he does put himself in a fridge. I forgot about that. I, I, so I'm saying, I don't know. That's why I started to get, like, question. I mean, I, I thought, at the game because she just looks too good for him. That's why I yeah. was getting jealous. But it, after that scene, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he killed her, too. Yeah, because you hear, like, police yeah, sirens shortly police later. Siren, like, it is they want to show that, but... But yeah, um, after that scene, I was like, "What is going on? What's real? What isn't real?" Like, and again, once you, and again, it helps when his mom too. When you find out that his mom, uh, you at some point uh, she says that, well, he finds out that Thomas Wayne is his father, supposedly. Supposedly. So when he goes uh, confront him, try to confront him, uh, doesn't really get the chance until later during the movie. But Alfred. Like, he bitches Alfred somehow. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but... Um, then you get that scene with him and uh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lil Bruce. And um, 
is Bruce just so <laughs> that boy had no emotions in that whole movie that's I'm like when his parents died he had the same expression when he, when he was right. just standing there <laughs> so I didn't care yeah um but then yeah. like you find out that he, when he does confront Thomas Wayne and he says that your mom's fucking insane bro pretty much and no. but here's the thing like you can even question that. Did, did that even ha- like did he even meet thomas wayne did he could he imagine that whole thing because i think like the next scene he's just like standing in his apartment like shirtless just like standing there it's like okay is he just picturing what he would do if he saw oh, him man. and like they kind of make thomas wayne out to be like a dick too yeah. so like so, i don't know he's, he's donald trump yeah, basically. <laughs> He's the Donald. He's like, oh, uh, you poor people are clowns. Stop being poor. Yeah, basically. That's what he was throughout the whole movie. Because here's the thing. Because, like, once once that moment happens where you realize that the girlfriend was not actually his girlfriend, like, there's other things in the movie that you can speculate. Did that really happen how it, we saw it or not? Because, like, we don't Did the coworker actually give him the gun? Yeah. Because at, in, like, a later scene when he was like, oh, What's his face gave me the gun. He's he's like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Which is what anyone what would say. <laughs> but also through this movie, you don't know if it's actually real or not. Did he just imagine? Did he already have that gun? Did he already? Did he, was he? That's the whole point of this movie. It fucks with your mind because even then, if it wasn't, he still could be somehow. Which I hope not. Thomas Wayne's son. Like he could be. Yeah, alive. that was a little that could, strange. That could, that could easily forge a birth certificate. They could easily do any of that. Yeah, I mean Thomas, Thomas w- Wayne, the most powerful person in Gotham. Yeah, he could have forged the uh, the medical records that says like, oh, she was institutionalized and he was like strung up to the radiator. Which from is abuse. that part is probably true. Yeah, it it, makes, that that probably makes a little more sense. But even then, you just question everything throughout the movie. Even the second time I'm going to watch this, I'm probably going to watch it probably Thursday or Friday again, and I'm going to question everything. I'm like. What's real? What isn't? I just want Todd Phillips to fucking tell me. One thing that I saw online that people were, like, talking about, and none of these people had watched it a second time, but people say when they do watch it the second time, they want to see if they can find, like, the sign that the kids, like, supposedly, like, beat him up and, like, stole and stuff. They want to see if they can, like, find it, like, in his apartment or something to see if he imagined that. Yeah, imagine that. Because, like, his boss is like, come on, you stole the sign. Yeah, like, come <laughs> like, on, bro. I keep like really like bro, you stole the sign. It's but why crazy. would he steal the sign? Like I don't. Cause the Joker. I don't know. That man's fucking crazy. Um, then uh, what I want to talk about. Oh, him like not lighting. It's apparently some points in the movie which I have to watch again that he doesn't even light his cigarette. He just has it in his mouth, thinking he's smoking. Oh, I didn't notice that. So I'm gonna look for that. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, but that would just again prove that this man is hallucinating a lot of the shit that's happening. Yeah, like, I mean, right at the beginning of the film, we know he's hallucinating, but right then we know it's yeah. a hallucination. Yeah, we knew it was, a, it was Because that's when he was on the talk show or whatever. It's like, okay, obviously he's... He's on a couch, he's sitting, like, you know, it's not... Um, then, I guess, then I guess, not get out the movie, it's the, my biggest problem. People are like, this is, like, emphasizing with, ser- like, school shooters and blah, 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 and shit like that. And I'm like, I understand people's emotions and stuff like that, and it hurts and sucks, but... If you actually watch this movie, I'm watching some of these reviews. Some people walked in there not liking the movie before they even saw it. Right. I read some of these reviews. They're like, this emphasizes like the, what was it? I don't know what word they're using. Pretty much for white males. Um, uh, <laughs> white I don't males. know. I don't know. Pretty much. It was like, they're emphasizing. I'm like, it wasn't. You're not supposed to like him. Right. No, this movie, you're not supposed to like, you're, first you're like, okay. Like, it's the whole point. You see his descent to madness. Like, okay, like, they're cutting funding. 
he can't take his medicine. Like, but then at a point, like you get to the point after I don't say what scene where I'm like, yeah, you're just a bad person. Like you can't, you can't do this no matter what. There's no excuse for it. And I think it was more towards even then, like he stalks a woman in the beginning of the fucking movie. What do you think about this person? Like, come on. It's like you throughout the movie it gives you signs to not like him. He kills multiple people. He stalks a woman, then kills her potentially. Like, there's even that's when he was still taking his medicine when he stalked her. So he was, yeah. So like it throughout this movie, it's like he tells you not to like this person. You can like someone, like you can like a movie. And dislike the character as a person. He's a great character. That was a great oh, character. Oh, yeah. Thing. I mean, yeah. You like, love the character, of, but he does fucked up things. He does fucked you know? up things. But, yeah. And, I mean, like, it sort of, like, I don't even think it's, like, glorifying. Because people say, oh, it's glorifying the violence. It's glorifying what the no. Joker does. The Joker's awesome and stuff. Literally, like, there's a point in the movie where the funding gets cut for, like, the mental health. And it's obviously, like, a big issue in the world today. Yeah, so, like, it's kind of saying, like, hey, uh... We kind of need to address this because we don't know who's going to be out there doing crazy shit, yeah. you know? And it's like you're showing the problems we have even today back then. It's still like, right. it not developed as much. Mental illness was even, you think they give a shit about it now? They really didn't give a shit about it back then. Yeah. And again, that's like I'm saying, the other points of this movie, classism and again, the mental health are the two biggest other things that I was thinking throughout the whole time I was watching it and about rich getting richer and everyone's like suffering because of the rich. And stuff like that, and yeah, again, mental health. It's not being like it's important. And even then, like he was still, which we never actually got that. Like he was, when was he in the, um, because like first scene, like he was talking to. I saw. I question everything. When he's did, talking to did, uh, the social worker, it's like right. you never listen to me. Um, and like she, you see that one scene of him being in a hospital, like for two seconds before. Right. So I'm like, what? What's going on? Just tell me, Todd. Do you think he actually has a condition, or that's something that maybe his mother made up? Little laugh. Yeah, I don't even. Know. I really say I, I don't know. Because at one point we do see him sort of fake it when like a coworker like makes an inappropriate joke and he is like in the tra- trailers and stuff and yeah. he's like laughing and then all of a sudden he stops. So we have seen him fake it in the past, and who knows? Maybe he does have a condition, but it's not as severe as it is. Yeah. Or he could be just faking it or the just, whole time. Or just insane because he's completely joking. insane. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole point of, I get, that's why I love this movie it makes you I'm still thinking about it every single day since oh yeah for sure I mean it's not like I mean like I saw Endgame and like it was a lot of fun but like it wasn't like I'm gonna be thinking about I'm this I'm gonna be thinking about exactly what happened again I think about that last scene you know Captain America you know, grabbing the hammer shit like that but like I'm not thinking about this movie like again I hate to say what, I mean I don't wanna talk you know even I love superhero movies but like as Scorsese says, it's cinema. It's like, okay, I disagree with that. It is cinema, but it's just like amusement park cinema. It's the same. Right, it's, it's the same thing over and over. It doesn't make me think about shit. It doesn't. Outside of like, maybe Winter Soldier, that's not even that. That's the closest I've gotten, honestly. And I guess throughout the whole story of the 20 plus movies, it tells you about, it's more a story about Iron Man being a dick and growing, <laughs> growing to be a better person after he's fucking like, probably like 30 when the movie starts, near 40 when the movie starts. Like, oh, you don't become a dick after... 10 years and you're not a dick anymore good job I'm glad you're a decent person now um, yeah but it's no real message in any of those movies like, that's why I liked again that's why I really liked Man of Steel that's why I really liked certain that's probably the only one I can think of I mean Watchmen obviously but those movies don't convey the messages like the like again like Joker does like these darker more set in world movies 
Yeah, because I mean, like, even because, like, really, like, this movie didn't even have to be about the Joker. No. It could have just been like any other crime thriller or whatever. I mean, the Joker is the character, but I mean, you could see taking the comic book aspect out of it, and it's just Joaquin Phoenix going insane. It would still work as a you, movie, you and can, I think that's the important. You can literally thing. change this setting to Gotham, New York City. Name the Joker something totally different, and you still get the same movie. Yeah, because like that's the thing you that get the same movie. Yeah, so that's what I like about it. Um, what else did you like? What so do you want to talk about dislikes? I'm trying to think. There's very few dislikes. I know it is very few dislikes that for me because like the dis- very rare because like because like the dislikes I had in the movie they got re- they, they got rectified within its own movie because I was like all right well lazy writing oh wait because like the main thing like I wasn't too keen on the idea of Joker and Bruce Wayne being half brothers yeah and it was a little strange and I mean like again there's the whole this was a hallucination thing but I was thinking like how the fuck is his mom like. In her 60s, 70s, Thomas Wayne and Joker look about the same age. They look the same age. So I was like, how does that make any sense? So like, but then it gets rectified because you're like, no, this bitch was just crazy. Um, so. Um, yeah, what's that? Like, I mean, I, I mean, that's an interesting idea. Like, I could see them doing that in like a comic book as like an offshoot or yeah, something where, something where they're. That's not, I think that's not where we're getting any continuation of this, by the way. Yeah, but. I don't know. It's I mean, honestly, it was, it's like I said, that's a, like a nine point. Like, I have to say, I have to see it again, obviously. But like, my first view was like a nine point eight, honestly, out of ten. Like my little things I don't like about the movie is, I guess, like I said, I didn't, I want to see Joker, and, and that's more personal thing. Like, I want to see Joker uh, interact with um, Thomas Wayne's with Thomas Wayne after he became like the Joker, right? Um, I mean, that's and I want him to kill them too, right? Not. The random guy. Well, I mean, he, I mean he did it indirectly. Yeah, so he still I did. Guess, he's still, but like, you know. That's the only, that's literally, that's the only thing I keep thinking about. I'm like, outside of that, great acting, great cinematography, great directing, great literally everything. The set pieces were great. I mean, just everything from the technical aspect to the acting aspect. It was yeah, and, and and just for me, like as someone who makes films and stuff, it's very hard for me to watch a movie without being able to think like, oh, oh, we're looking at a dolly shot, like we're doing. The, <laughs> and it's it's very hard for me to like watch a movie and enjoy it and like just be like in the moment. And that's how I was in this movie. Like I'm never thinking about like how they made it and stuff like that because like my mind isn't wandering. My mind is like focused on what's going on. You know, that's very rare. It is hard. It is very hard. I'm like. It's cool that none of us was shot on green screen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why I felt like, ah, man, I just I can't wait to see this movie again. Yeah. Um, so I guess we have the same favorite yeah, scene. We, we didn't plan oh, it yeah. out. We didn't plan it out that way. But I think that, like, that's one of the best Joker moments ever. I see, yeah. That's one of, definitely one of the best Joker moments. So, so this is after his mother has passed. and He suffocates her. Yeah, he suffocates her. <laughs> um and he's in the apartment, and a couple of his old co-workers, he's been fired since then, but a couple of his old co-workers come in, and they try to, like, console him. I don't know if they, like, bring him anything or whatever. Yeah, they try to bring him some, they brought him some liquor. Yeah, they brought him some liquor. And basically, he kills the big guy, and one of the other guys is, like, a little person, like a midget. I mean, they're clowns. So he kills the one guy, and he... Like, brutally, like, kills this one guy. Like, this is one of the violent scenes in the film. 
and then he's just kind of sitting on the ground, and then the little guy's crying in the corner, and Joker basically looks at him, and he's like, you know, you're all right. You're all right. <laughs> and you think he's going to... You don't know if he's going to kill him or not going to kill him. And... Yeah, he tells him, like, yeah, you can go. Like, you were never mean to me, like, ever. So, like, you can go. And then he walks over to the door, and <laughs> the door is locked, like, from the latch, and this guy can't reach it. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at him. It's not like, oh, he's definitely about, he's about to kill him. He's definitely about to. He goes up to him. <laughs> He just unlocks the door. He just unlocks the door. I think he gives him a kiss on the he head. He gives a kiss on the head. <laughs> he's like, all right, be on your all way. Right, see you, man. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're like, what did I just... Because, like, that moment, like, again, as a filmmaker, it's, like, hard to, like, really build suspense for me. Like, that moment, I was like, fuck. Like, what is he going to do? What is he going to do? What is he going to do? Yeah. Because you just see him violently. Not like... He, he was dead already at some point. He was still just hitting him. Oh, yeah. he's smashing his head against the wall. Um, again, this is the guy actually getting who uh, maybe gave him the gun. We don't know. We don't know yeah, maybe gave him the gun. Maybe not. Yeah. And it, uh, but it's that scene is like the it's that's essential Joker. Like you don't know what this man. That's like that's that's why they got this character so right. You don't know what he's going to do. That's the whole point of his whole character. I didn't know what he was going to do in that moment. I'm like. Is he going to kill him or not kill him? Is he going to kill him or not kill him? Is he going to do it brutal? Like, what is he going to do? And he had to let him go. Yeah. <laughs> Which is something Joker would do. Yeah, totally. And either way, it both things he would do. Because it makes it, it's for himself and it makes himself laugh. Yeah. He He's, thinks it's funny. Yeah. Um, I The other controversial scene in this is when he goes on the talk show. And, like, leading up to this point, it's sort of shown that Robert De Niro's character is, like, He's sort of like the Jay Leno guy on like this talk show, and basically it's the Joker's hero. He watches the show every night. That's who he wants to be. He wants to be like a talk show host, comedian, just like this guy. And he always he had the fantasy about him that he's like, oh, I see you as a son, blah blah blah, like all this like shit. And basically, the Joker finally gets his chance to do stand up, and he can't get through the first joke because he's just laughing at his own jokes and stuff before he even says it. So the clips of this surface on the talk show, and the talk show host is basically like, oh, take a look at this idiot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's sort of like a heartbreaking moment. Um, and then he finally gets asked to be on the talk show because these clips have gone, not viral at the time, because, I mean, there's no internet, but these clips have become, like, so popular that um, he, gets at, he gets asked on the show. Um, he, and he's preparing for it. He's like, there's sort of like the grand thing where you're supposed to think where he's going to kill himself on live TV. Cause he's sort of doing like rehearsals in his apartment where he's like pretending to shoot himself and stuff. Um, which is a really good scene. Like that, yeah, that's like, was it, what was it? What was it? He had the joke and said, my life, I hope my life makes more sense. Uh, I hope, I hope my death makes more yeah. sense than my life. Yes. 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 So you're thinking that he's going to kill himself on TV but then when he gets to the show, the Robert De Niro is literally still making fun of him on air before he like walks out. And I, there's like a shot of him like smoking a cigarette. And like, I think it's like in that moment where he decides he's like, well, I'm going to I'm probably going to go down at some point, but I'm going to take this motherfucker down with me. You can see his whole demeanor change as he goes on the show. He can get another Joker. Mo- that was again the most second most Jokerish moment. He goes kisses the he kisses the lady oh, yeah. that was already on the show, which does happen in the comics. He kisses yeah. like someone. Yeah. Oh my. again, I thought he was gonna again at whole moment because again Joker stuff. Like you, I don't know if he's gonna kill everyone in that, 
whole room somehow. I don't know. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. And he starts making fun of him, and he's just like, he, he says, fuck it, and he admits to the murders. Yeah, he admits to the murders on TV. He says, basically, everyone sucks. Um, and he starts telling off Robert De Niro, and then eventually shoots him in the head. Yeah, shoots, <laughs> shoots him, him like, like straight through the on face, basically. TV. Yeah. And you see it. I mean, that's what a lot of people are doing controversy about it. But again, it's not more violent than what a lot of people saw in Rambo last week. So, or in John Wick three, or in John or Wick three, or any John Wick movies, to be honest. But, yeah. Um, then again, people were talking about. That's why some people were talking about. Did this even fucking? Happen? Or did did like uh, then? Because um, but I'm like I I think because we saw it on TV, it, it it took a shot out of it from a different perspective. That, right. So that, that I believe, but again, it could still be in his fucking head. Who knows? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Uh, then he gets arrested. Then someone crashes the uh, car to get uh, him out. Right. Um, and he's like, they take his car like he's fucking Jesus. Like get him out the car. Yeah, they, like, they lay him on a car, and um, there's like all these Joker. Again, this anarchy right now. Like exactly what Joker. And again, not that this Joker would want, but just Joker overall. The, the joke. The essence of the Joker. Anarchy. Would, and yeah. it was people were like breaking shit. There was fires everywhere, and. Um, eventually, yeah, he kind of wakes up and he's like bleeding everywhere, and like everyone's just cheering for him. Yeah. And he that moment, I love that moment when he like he gets his own blood. Oh and he yeah. Finally makes that smile that the Joker has. Yeah. Like Joker always has a smile like somewhere in, in his face. Right. So like either through his uh, makeup or and that's the only thing I was missing. I'm like, what's mi-? it took me a while. Like I don't know what's missing. It was like his smile, yeah. He always has a painted smile on himself. Yeah, and like you know, Heath Ledger's was just like actual scars. Yeah, like the makeup to me was always a little bit off. Yeah. Like when I saw the trailers and stuff. But again, when you when it does the blood, it kind of completes the picture. The whole... But honestly, like I thought that like the scariest makeup he ever had was in the scene where he kills his coworker and stuff. Oh, yeah. Where it's just white. It's just white. Yep. <laughs> it's literally just white. I'm like, oh, my God. This is a fucking serial killer. It's terrifying. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, do you think... Oh, he's obviously going to get a nomination, but is this is this an Oscar-worthy performance here? Um, well, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the other nominations come out, I always watch the movies that, like, that are nominated. Right. So I don't know yet, but, like... Because, like, I haven't seen anything that's, like, yeah. Oscar-worthy this year. Yeah, I like, haven't either, to be honest. This is the first one. Well, for me, I guess it's the same. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's gonna oh, get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. Oh, gonna yeah, get yeah. nominated for a bunch of... I don't, know if, I don't know if Joaquin Phoenix is a Rick fucking Dalton. Uh, Rick, but, Rick fucking Dalton. <laughs> God, Rick fucking Dalton. Uh, but I just, like... Um, it's gonna be... Yeah, it's... For main roles, I wonder if Rick Dalton... I don't know if you could put him as supporting or would you put him as... Because they were both in the movie, honestly, about the same amount of time. They were about the same time, but it's, uh, Leo's the lead and yeah, Brad Pitt's there. secondary. Okay, he's definitely going to win. So I feel okay, like I, oh, all right, hold on. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the ending of this movie was more violent than oh, Joker. Oh, yes, by a long <laughs> mile. That last, that's again, that's what we talk about. No one's talking about, well, they do talk about it a little bit. Uh, they talk about Tarantino. Tarantino. Yeah. It's when Quentin Tarantino, they're going to talk about it. But not until the extreme what was going on. No one's trying to like ban his movie in time. Yeah, no one. No one's protesting this movie. Yeah, no one says Quentin Tarantino is going to inspire violence. They're just like they're <laughs> just they're just like he's nuts. Like if, again, you've seen this movie or not? Spoiler alert. That last scene because you know it's off the Manson murders and these people go into Rick Dalton's house. Or not Rick Dalton. Uh, I don't remember the main character's name anymore. I keep thinking about Rick Dalton. 
Wait, Hansard. Yeah, yeah it's no, right. Hansard's gone. What's his friend's name? Cliff Booth. Cliff Booth. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Cliff's Cliff, there. Cliff is so fucking high on his damn mind, but beats the living. <laughs> I say him and his dog beat the living <laughs> shit out of these three people. Like, I mean, I'm talking, you don't even see it. Like, I mean, dogs biting off nuts, people getting <laughs> her head smashed. He smashes a girl head in more than Joker did to that guy. But, yeah. He smashed it in. I don't know. I'm like, oh, my God, stop. Please stop. Yeah. <laughs> then literally Rick fucking Dalton. This girl's already getting fucked up. She's, like, hitting the eye. She's, her, like, she goes in a pool. She's, like, shooting a gun. And Rick's, like, he gets up, like, or what? I don't know what he was, what he was like. He's in a pool chilling. No, he he was unaware to any Anything of this. going on. He, he's, he's in the pool, like, on, like, a big, like, floating chair with, with, with headphones on, fucking jamming out. Wow, fucking Cliff <laughs> Booth is knocking the shit out of people. Then one of them people get out and just, like, she's, like, she can't see anymore. That's how bad she got fucked up by the dog and uh, Cliff. And she can't see. She's bleeding everywhere. She just has the gun still and just shooting it off. Then he's like, what the fuck? So then he goes and gets a flamethrower and burns her alive. Yeah. So don't tell me Joker is violent when I saw that. But, yeah, getting back to that, those two movies are the only two that I can think of. Yeah. Off the top of my head. But, again, I'll see the rest that are nominated, obviously. I normally do that. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's definitely... One of the best performances I've seen. It's hard because, like, it's so different than anything in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, it's hard to, like, compare their yeah. performance. Um, they both did the job they were supposed to do. And, and that's what makes it go back to, like, Leonardo was first one of the first people who were considered to be the Joker. And I can't imagine him doing this. Oh, yeah, I mean. I can't go back. Now, I can't imagine. I can imagine Joaquin Phoenix nailing this role. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, um I don't know. Is there any other thoughts you had about i mean we covered a lot yeah, uh, was, was there any other any other things about the movie uh that we haven't discussed really um, um it's hard because like it's not like there's really like side stories going on no, or like other characters he yeah. he's in every scene yeah he so. is in every scene I'm, I'm trying to think was there yeah i don't think there was not one scene of him not in it except Probably just the one that uh, Bruce Wayne's parents dies. Yeah, that's the only that's part. That's probably the scene I can think of. I tell when and I can that's think. why I think it was a reshoot, because that's the only time we don't see, see him it. like directly involved in it. And he's, he's indirectly involved, but he's not like in the scene. Yeah. So that's the only one I can really think of. Yeah, I might have to rewatch it, but that's I can't think of on top of my head. Do you, yeah. think, do you think that he... Because uh, like the ending is like... I don't want to say like sort of ambiguous, but like do you think he like killed that therapist he's talking to at the hospital I, or like again, what's I, again, that's the whole point like, he, like we talked about earlier like you there's no way that's why I think it's like he's at least 40 you at least 40 <laughs> at least yeah and again from what we've seen through the movie like he is 30 maybe at most I was trying to see his birth certificate see what year it said but I couldn't yeah but then again we don't know what year it takes yeah no place. that's the whole point that's what I guess I get I really want to get to that point people were complaining about Joker having an origin story he doesn't have one. And that's the whole point. You find out he's adopted. And you find out that could be fake. You don't know if this is fake or not. You don't know his real parents. You don't know his real name. You don't know any. He doesn't know his real name. Because like, if it is true that he's adopted, we, and we, know, don't, we don't know his parents. We don't know. We don't know what age he was adopted. He doesn't know how old he is. We don't know how age was he adopted. We don't know anything about him. We just know the way he was raised, maybe. And that's it. And that's still, we don't know. So it, it, it falls in true with the... Joker doesn't have an origin story, and he has a multiple. He has multiple choice. Right. That's what it is. It's multiple. Cho- even it, it's still multiple choice. You can choose to believe he wasn't adopted, and he is Wayne. Like, and he is. He's either someone else's, like someone else's son, or Thomas's Wayne's son. You can believe that he was just adopted completely and doesn't have 
any background. You can believe any of that. So the whole point of Joker is having a multiple choice. Yeah. And that's the big thing with the Joker, having choices. Yeah, they went into it. I mean, it's a big character. I mean, you have to go into it. But they kept it mysterious enough where I don't have a problem with it. And I think this is as bi- this was as good as a Joker origin story that I think we could have possibly got. Yep. Um, we've gotten the killing joke in the past and stuff. And even then, he says, I don't... That's multiple choice. I yeah, don't, even I don't that, know if I'm even telling you the truth right now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm telling the truth. Because mainly he's just telling the story to, like, fuck with him. Yeah, he tells shit to just to fuck with people. That's what this whole thing. And plus, I mean, that movie was kind of balls. I mean, I mean the, the graphic novel's good, but the movie, yeah. they, they crammed too much into it. I just did a graphic novel. They just heard a movie version. They just should have took all the background stuff out. That was I understand what they were trying to do and make you feel bad. Because there's no, like, build. Like, if you read, uh, you know, if you're reading. I feel like they should have. We already knew who Batgirl was. If you're watching this most of the time, you already know what happens. Um, but, like, we didn't need that build-up. They were trying to make Barbara's character more than it was. Right. And, uh, and, uh, and again, they're trying to fill out, like, a feature-length film out of a graphic novel that's not that long. No, it's not that long. Like, it could have... Like, this movie could have been a half hour, uh, 45 minutes, maybe. I see. I liked but, all the killing jokes. That second half of the movie, I really, really liked. Yeah, it's but just... it was just the... The, the bat sex. Yeah, and, the bat sex. The bat sex. <laughs> Batman's always fucking something like that. Yeah. At least it's actually not worse than that. People actually don't know what the DC animated. Like, you know, the Justice League. Yeah. That Batman's a piece of shit. <laughs> He's a piece. I know this is so out of the out of what we're talking about. But that Batman, I should get get this off. That Batman's a piece of shit. Who did he fuck? He fucked Lois. Uh, um, yeah, he fucked. The, oh, what's, her, what's her name? Yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah, Lois Lane. While, like, while, like, I remember when that little Batman crossover episode back, and she's like, then she ends up breaking up with him because she found out he's Batman. Uh, fucked Wonder Woman. Fucked Talia al Ghul. Fucked Batgirl and got her pregnant after Dick left. Got her pregnant. Then she loses the baby. That happens in a comic, but... Like, yeah, yeah I've, tie, I've never heard of any of the this. The tie yeah. comic. Yeah. That man is a piece of shit. That's why he ends up being by himself in Batman Beyond, because everyone fucking hates him, because he's a piece of shit. Anyway... Anyway, um, and yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a really cool idea to really not have Batman in this at all. Oh yes, great. Um, I mean, they obviously had to tie it in somehow, but that's why I think that like the uh, the murder scene might have been a reshoot because it doesn't really fit in with everything else. Um, I think that they just anticipated, oh, he's gonna meet him as a kid and do some weird shit, and then. It sort of like triggers him a little bit. I mean, yeah. the the actor does not. Did, show. did he? I don't know if he triggered him or not. Because that that's what I was no saying. Emo- that's that, why I didn't like about the movie is he, that boy showed no emotion. He's like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Yeah. Most of that movie, he was only in a scene. He was like in a walking scene, like from the news. I feel like or something. He was in obviously the scene where uh, Arthur Arthur goes to see uh, go at the Wayne Manor, and there's the one that his parents get killed. And all three of those scenes. His face is so monotone, and he just seemed like, <laughs> someone please kill my parents. That's what I felt like. I'm like, he just had no emotion through it. I'm like, man. I, just, again, I guess that was the point. But this is how, again, this is potentially how Joker remembers it. So, right. And it goes back to all that. It's like you have to question every scene of this whole entire movie. Cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, we covered a, a lot about, is there anything else about Joker? Um, go see it. Um, it's top five. Honestly, like it's just if it wasn't a superhero movie or comic book related movie, it'd still be a good movie. Right. And that's I, why it's I, Oscar I, level. I feel like. I think that's the key to it. Um, OK, so I guess moving off of Joker a little bit, um, how do you feel about because you're like the big 
comic like out of everyone I know that's like into like comic books and stuff, you're one of the most people I know that's into it. Um, so how do you feel kind of the direction that DC is going to go with the movies from here on out with, uh, Robert Pattinson and stuff? Um, I feel I'm going to leave my, and I guess I have to see it first more than that. Cause uh, here's the thing. Like it's like they, for me, I guess the real, just the whole DC thing is like, they either should have just kept with Zack Snyder's vision or just let it fucking go. Which they did. Like, that's why Justice, I call it Justice League because of Josh Whedon. Did so those two combinations watching that movie was just a clusterfuck because you just see both directors styling and it's like they're fighting who's controlling the movies either be a just to be either a Josh Whedon movie or a Zack Snyder movie not a both and unfortunately a tragedy happened that it had to be that way in the first place but so I, what, so are they are they scrapping everything or like what's I don't going? know it's like no one knows what I was like no one knows what's going on that's why I'm like I'm glad this movie came out um, because. I don't know the timeline anymore, honestly. Like, still, what's Henry Cavill might not come back as Superman. Um, obviously, Ben Affleck has one movie left, technically. Even if it's a cameo appearance, he has to be in a movie. He's not contracted to. We don't know what that's going to be. <laughs> that could be during... Because, again, this uh, Pat Patterson, Twilight Boy... He's acting in some good movies, though. I, I was going to say, because, like... After, I watched one... After Dog in the Shadow, I think I watched... Uh, I forgot what movie it was. He did a really good fucking job. And he's going to... Because, like, basically, he fucking hates the Twilight movies, too. Yeah, so we're all... But, I mean, agreement. everyone's got to do what they got to do. Yeah, got to make But he's been in some good stuff, and he's going to be in that... Uh, I think the movie comes out in two weeks. It's called, like, The Lighthouse. It's, like, a horror yeah, film, which I really want to fucking go see. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he can do other things. I, yeah, so so I, I, I really didn't think he was that bad of a choice for Batman. Nah, at first I was like, just being an asshole. Uh, I usually am, but I mean, everyone's question. I've questioned Ben Affleck and I think Ben Affleck's by far my favorite Batman. Like the most accurate Batman, even though without him, you know, him killing some people. Yeah. But like, why, I don't just rewatch. I don't want anyone to just rewatch the fighting scenes between Ben Affleck's fighting scenes and watch. Uh, Christian Bale's fighting scenes. <laughs> and you will see how bad that shit is. Dark Knight, again, I think Dark Knight Rises is fucking trash. Oh, yeah, the third movie is really that bad. Shit. Bat- begins and Dark Knight, or like, begins are really good. Batman Begins and Dark Knight is really good. Uh, but he, every single one of those movies, you, you think about the villain. You don't think about, you don't talk about Batman. You talk about Raz, our ghoul from Begins. You talk about Joker and you talk about Bane. No one quotes Batman. <laughs> like, he's horrible. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, Fuck Christian bad. Bale. It was fucking bad Batman. Um, but it's... I think... They're still... I, that's why I guess I kind of like DC more. Again, can they, they just, now they are, like, since... Outside of Aquaman, which I still liked, actually. Um, but it was more... That was more of a director... Character base, I guess. Like, he... Direct, the director changed Aquaman, who essentially is. But right. he was already changed before then. So he kind of kept with it. And, yeah. Like, he became a bro... Uh, he's even making him bro in the comics now. Which yeah, I mean, he's not really like the uh, squeaky clean, oh, I talked to yeah, fish. Yeah, he's not that, yeah. No, yeah. he's not that, but he's also yeah. not bro, like, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, the actor who plays him. Oh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. He's not Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa playing Aqua. That's what it really was. Uh, which I know problem was. I, it was still a good movie, and I really liked it. Uh, but, like, now they're sticking to the character. Like, Wonder Woman's Wonder Woman. Like, she plays Wonder Woman. That's how I imagine Wonder Woman being, like, that type of person. Um, again, Shazam. Like, they go in the direction of Shazam. Is that's exactly how a kid will react to being becoming a superhero. In the exact same way. And I love it. How they kept that. Like, every Marvel movie just has the same goddamn tone. Yeah. Outside of except those two Captain America movies. Like, 
everyone has the fucking same tone. Like, you get tired of it. I personally get tired of it, just someone who likes film and watches a lot of movies. I get right. tired it, of seeing the same shit. Well, the, the one another one that I think is like somewhat different is the first Guardians because yeah, it's, very, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very much like yeah, a sci-fi comedy. Yeah, but yeah, for like the most part, like you could pop any of them in at like any point. It's the same form. It's the same stuff, you know. So that's why again I like again nice. I even like I'm excited for now for a uh, Harley Quinn's movie. Yeah, I'm excited for that, which I never thought I would be. But it's the tone that that's exactly again if you read the comics and know that that's the tone that she would be in. That's exactly how it would be, and I like the birds of prey. I mean, I I will say I hope that hopefully it's more not her because I like the birds of prey and like you know you have the huntress and you have uh, black canary. So I hope um, they they you know I like, put the more emphasis on those too. Qu- question on Harley Quinn because I I wasn't I read this online and I don't really know was was Harley Quinn in the show first and then they put her in the comics. Yes, she was in the Batman animated okay. series. Okay, she's supposed to be a one off, and people loved her so much that so they put they put her into the uh, yeah, the comics. comics. Yeah. So yeah, because that because that's because you don't usually see that. No, you don't. You? Ever, there's only very few characters that can that have actually done that. And but again, that tone too. Like DC's coming out with two rated R movies in a row. Joker and now they're coming. Uh, Harley Quinn and the uh, was well, Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah, and both those are rated R. Mar or Mar or Disney. Yeah, Disney Marvel is never doing that. Oh no, I mean they, they can't. Never do that. Like they're just never doing that. Just it's not their IP. And, and the closest they're going to get is that's Deadpool, which I hope they don't fuck up. But yeah, I mean, as long as they, I mean, they're not going to Disneyfy it. You I don't can't think. Disney-fy it. You can't Disneyfy Deadpool. They'll make the money off of it. Oh, they will. But um, they're just not going to do that. They're, it's not going to be DC PG-13. goes with the character goes. That's why I like about it. The more more recently, because Batman vs Superman was, getting it's they made it too depressing. And yeah. I love the Ultimate Edition. I do like the Ultimate Edition. It makes more sense. It doesn't make it a better movie. But outside the again, all DC fighting scenes have been great. Every single movie I've seen. The chore- like the choreography, whoever is, who's doing that is doing great. Shazam's probably the one I didn't have the best one. Cause it's, more, it's, it's just more silly. It's more of a, it's literally again that movie should have came out during Christmas and it would have been a lot better movie. It would have made a lot more money because it's Chris it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. So outside of that, um, I mean I'm excited. I hope they don't fuck it up. That's yeah. my goal. <laughs> and if they keep the if you're doing what they're doing now, I have no doubt there's gonna be a great movie, especially if Matt Reeves is making it the detective Batman, which we've never seen yet, really. Like, we've never seen a detective version of Batman. Right. We've seen, I'll beat your ass, Batman. And well, I, just, I mean, we've seen Detective Batman in the 40s and the fucking... Yeah. But no one watches those. No watching. No the, the black and white Batman, Batman yeah. stuff. So. Like, so we're getting the first detective Batman, which I'm going to appreciate. And, like, again, we don't even, I don't know if it takes place in... If they say it takes place in the same universe. It's, like, a younger... It takes place in the 90s, which I hate that they made Batman older in the first place. Yeah. Compared to everybody else, because 50-year-old Batman is not... <laughs> but he apparently is but he's 15 year old Batman isn't doing this shit yeah. but uh, I hope it ends up good um, was it Seth not Seth Rogen but uh, who's playing potentially the uh, Riddler or the Penguin uh, who who who's playing the Penguin oh, didn't, uh, well we don't know if it's the Penguin or the Riddler um, but Seth Rogen Seth, no Seth Rogen um, uh, someone super like super bad what's his name oh Jonah Hill Jonah Hill oh I did see that Jonah yeah. Hill Jonah fucking Hill well, I think that would be great, too. Jonah oh, yeah, Hill's he'll be really, good. Hill's a really good actor. So. Yeah, he'll be good. Um, so, the you know, only thing I get out from this, I hope they do good. I hope they do more DC Black Label movies like The Joker. I want, like, a Wolf on Wall Street Lex Luthor type movie. Yeah. I want to see that. I want to see a Deathstroke movie because we got teased with that a hundred fucking times to just make the fucking movie. Well, you, you me- I want a Deathstroke movie. Just give it to me. You mentioned uh, Ben Affleck, like, being old and shit. Yeah. It, could the contractual obligation sort of be like a Batman Beyond scenario? 
where he's like the, he's like the, he's like the older guy and I then hope, I just hope not and I Robert hope. Pattinson comes in as like the the I, hip I, young I, would, I, I, I wish but it's not it's they fucked up their own continuity I just hope somehow I saw a theory like maybe at the end like uh, which please also replace Ezra Miller as the Flash he fucking sucks <laughs> <laughs> that's like I, I just come on man that's not the Flash that was my good point that's why I'm glad they're changing and I hope they do change all these characters in the direction they should be in uh, Ezra Miller sucked so bad in Justice League. I didn't know who's who's playing. He wasn't playing Barry Allen. He wasn't playing Wally West. He's probably maybe Bart Allen was the closest one. And even then, like that yeah, version of Flash. Like, come on, like you got to just do better than that. But someone said like at the end of the scene, I get it. We need a Flashpoint to we want. They want Pattinson in the movies because we're not. And they're gonna make him look older every single fucking movie after like it takes place in modern times. We get to yeah. like modern times, right? Then it's just stupid. Just. You have to restart the continuity somehow, which is Flashpoint. I, yeah, I think I think the best thing to do is just sort of reset everything because it's getting like so convoluted. It is getting it's getting X Men convoluted. Don't get, actually okay. No, we're right. It's not X Men convoluted. X Men convoluted is a whole different level of everything ever compared to life. Yeah, like, but. that's just a different level. But it's going get it's getting in there because I'm like this shit's not making sense. Like either you got to get DC needs to again make keep keep with the same tone as characters like the Joker, perfect movie honestly almost. Do more movies like that, and they're movies that are going to be in a like an in universe, like related to each other. They need to make sure those characters are those characters. Like I read, I mean, I, maybe because I'm smart, I read the comics and I see like one was Superman and Batman being best friends, and their sons being best friends. Yeah, so I'm never going to get that on screen. They're not going to ever have them having kids. Right. Like that. But in, <laughs> comics, in comics, they have. You can do whatever you want. I know. In yeah. comics, they have both their dads are alive right now. Some because of Doctor Manhattan, shout the Watchmen. Uh, both their dads are alive. And they're dealing with their sons. So they're both, like, that, like you see the emotion, like, I have, I have to take care of my kid, but I'm also dealing with my dad that was fucking dead my whole life. Yeah. And it's like, I guess I'm never getting that. I'm never getting that level of movies I accept, accept that. But, like, at least make it not, okay, don't make it like Marvel, but make it their characters. Make it, read the, if you're a, if you're a uh, director, just read the fucking comics. Yeah. If you're, if you're a screenwriter, read the fucking comics. That's all I can say to you every single time. Because at the end of the day, I like, I like, DC Comics more than Marvel Comics like itself. Marvel comes out with some shit stories sometimes. Some good stories sometimes. Like uh, the new X-Men stories have been really, 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 really good by John Hickman. Um, but again, Marvel's had just had a different approach to it. They like kind of... Marvel characters, they didn't they read the... They barely read the fucking comics too because half that shit's not right. real. And I mean, yeah, you got to make your own. Yeah, you have stories. to make your own story, but you have to adapt in a certain way. Which you that's have what Marvel has done. They've adapted they, from their ulti- more from their Ultimate Universe, not from. They were. Their, they their were. They were. Six. They were still faithful enough to the characters yes. that it worked. Yes. So. Except Spider. Except Iron Man Junior. Yeah, of Iron Man. Shit. Iron Man Junior. Yeah. I'm tired of that shit. Is he, is, 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 is that's he, why I actually liked Far From Home because I feel like it was finally separate. It was getting like that was the push to get him off. So is he back in now? Yes, for two movies. For two more movies, then that's it. After that, they had to renegotiate. After that, okay. So they just like originally it was those movies anyway. They just, everyone just backed out the deal. That's the, they just went back. They went back to the original deal. That's all it was. I see. Because okay. that's what it was. It's supposed to be those three, uh, three or four movies. I don't know. So Sony just has to let it go. Yeah, Sony. <laughs> they're never gonna let that go. After I, I thought it was gonna happen after Spider Man Into the Spider Verse happened, they're never letting that go. Yeah. Spider Man makes them too. Spider Man is gonna make money no matter what. Yeah. That's the whole point. Amazing Spider Man fucking sucked, or two really sucked. Amazing one was all right, but it still made hella money. So like Spider Verse, they kind of figured out like. We don't. We don't need Disney to make a good Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, is that what they? That's what they probably think. Like, you know, I mean, you still. Do, I think you still do. I enjoyed Venom, but Venom. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, not 
It was a good movie. Was, they were scared to go rated R, too. Yeah. But Don't yeah. be scared. We're still going to go. Don't be scared. We're going to go see the movie. And Joker like, proved that. The 13-year-olds are going to find a way in. Yeah, they are. Like, it's not going to... Like, even if they don't... I mean, they'll find a way to see it in no, theaters. Like, so. They saw Deadpool. They saw they've, this. they've seen all this. They've so. seen all this. We saw this when we were there, their age, too. So, no matter what, they're going to see it. Um, and they have more access to technology than we did, so they're definitely going to see it. Um, Joker... Again, don't be afraid to go rated. Again, that's another thing I'd say for all the movies that are making superheroes. Don't be go to rate. Go with the character. Go rated R if they're rated R. Go G through fucking G. Like go whatever that character's direction is and what story you're making. You're telling that story. Yeah, because uh, from what you see it sometimes you just see. That's why I loved Watchmen being rated R because they went. That was the most comic actor. They went almost frame for frame except changing the ending. Because like here's the thing. Like ratings for me never make the movie. Like for me, a rating like doesn't matter. But, like, we've come to see that the rated R comic book movies are the best ones. I yeah. mean... Logan? That's what I was going to yeah, say. Logan. I mean, like... I, honestly, I, you're right. Like, my favorite ones are all are all, ugh, are all the rated R movies. Like, Watchmen's one of my favorite. It's like... Because, they, again, they don't... Limit you. Li- you're limiting your creativity at the end of the day. When it deals with that character, again, you're not. It's not always needed. I don't need a fucking rated R Captain America movie. I'm yeah, gonna, I mean, that wouldn't make any rated sense. R, I don't need a rated R Iron Man movie. But when I see... Wolverine for the rest. That's why X Men movies had a little problem at first because I'm like, this involved Wolverine, make it rated R. That man kills people for a living. Yeah, and it was brutal. Again, and that Logan movie was so beautiful. Again, well, Logan's beautiful because we saw him in movies the last twenty years. We just right. saw, that was his first role in X Men. I mean, no, that's not good. That's not a good movie. Right. Even the shitty X some shitty X Men movies that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Origins. Uh, yeah, I just yeah. Don't be afraid. Go rated R. Do your shit. Everyone read more comics. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and and I've seen this issue. If you do order comics, go pick them up and pay for them. Because I've seen, like, the pictures online where just, like, the comic shop owners with, like, these huge stacks yeah. of people that aren't picking up their shit. Yeah, so. I go, yeah. That's, man, I think I go to one over here, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, the digital age isn't killing comic books. The people who don't pick up the comic books are the ones killing them. Yeah. So... I guess with that, I want to thank you for coming on the show. This was fun. We'll have to uh, we'll have to do it again definitely. sometime. Uh, we'll come up with something to talk about. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. So go go follow uh, go follow the Simba Pikachu. The Simba Pikachu, all one word. Oh, do, do you have a YouTube? Do you? I haven't gone on forever, honestly. I'm in development of a lot of stuff, and when I get it, if I get a different job and I'm not working 100 hours a week. I will start, you know, doing, getting more content. Like but the uh, the collective has a YouTube. Yeah, collective does have a YouTube. It's literally the collective. Uh, yes. Yeah, so- like, oh, Actually, I'm not. Yeah, we'll figure it out. But yeah, follow the collective. Uh, follow Denzel D Washington. Uh, he has some great videos. Um, hopefully, I get some stuff going out soon because yeah. I, I have a lot of shit written, but I don't have time to do anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, buddy's awesome. Cool. <laughs> I hope so. Well, that that's about it for this time, guys. This is Buddy the Bruiser and the Sima Pikachu. Bad luck, Byron. <laughs> signing off, and I will see you next week with another episode of the podcast, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode of the House of Horror. Take care.